Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, Colonels. I hope everybody's had a fun little um, vacation from us. Rico, do you want to tell everybody what we did on our vacation? I had a birthday. I turned 26. Happy birthday to me. And why were we on vacation? We were on vacation because we spent 14 days in the Bahamas. Um, I'm kidding. That was just a fever dream. Actually, if you can hear it in my voice right now, we lost our voice. Um... Connie got sick. This is the third worst sickness that I ever got from kissing Connie. This was not COVID. No. It and was actually, like, I don't think you kissed me to get it. I think I it's did. just because we we share the same living space. So you were just bound to get whatever I had. I definitely kissed you and I definitely felt bad the next day. Alrighty then. Well, um, definitely. Can I, can I it go wasn't, ahead and tell them? Yeah, I just want to tell everybody once again, it was not COVID. Okay. So the first like top three okay so this is the top three. First was covid second was this and third was strep no strep All is a fool's game you. and why did i kiss you because every time you're sick that's you, all you bud no that's you you're always like oh i just want to be around you uh, i do I not ask I could kiss you no oh my god i literally did not ask to kiss you once when i just when i was sick recently yeah i felt really bad and just subconsciously from all the other times okay okay i'm gonna have to okay no i did not force you to kiss me while, while i had covid you did no you literally cried I cried alone in the bed at you were night. Lonely and you missed me. And, and all you wanted was a kiss. No, Do you not all remember I wanted... coming and sitting on the couch with me saying all you wanted was a kiss? All I wanted was somebody to hold me. To hold me. Kissing does not comfort me. You definitely said all I wanted a kiss too. I love how his memory is perfect. It is. During every fight. It is. But you can't remember when I told you to put the laundry in the dryer. You did before I fell asleep. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's what we were doing. We had a lot of fun not having a voice um, because, as most of you know, uh, I have to talk for a living. Rico really doesn't. I mean, you you just kind of work without customers. Yeah, but people bug me all the time, so I'm forced to talk to them. I mean, yeah, but not necessarily in a way where it's like key for you to communicate. True. And I'm glad that it's not because my tongue is going completely raw from the amount of hauls and throat lozenges. Oh, look, it's a cat. Oh, I think that cat has a bird in its mouth. I love it. That's goose. So, quick update. That was actually not a bird. It was definitely a mouse. 
and we did sit here. I mean, y'all won't notice it, but we sat here for about like 20 minutes watching a cat eat a mouse. And yeah, we called Rico's little brother into the room to watch it as well. And we are still currently watching said cat. Rico did not. Rico didn't know that, you know, cats could eat. Wild cats. Outdoor cats. What is the word for it? Stray cats. Right. Yeah. They have to hunt. Animals. That's wild. I mean. Literally. Makes sense, but. You never actually like fully thought about it. Yeah. Like. I thought that they just ate random bread pieces that Connie threw at them. I mean, you're not wrong. That Connie threw at them. And ham that Connie threw at them. You're not wrong. I would definitely feed them more often, except my mother-in-law hates cats. So, um, she would probably kick me out if she knew I fed them. Well, now they, now you know what they feed themselves as well. Yeah. And see, this is my argument for why it's a good thing to have cats. They're all, they're all fixed. Don't worry about that. But why, why it's a good thing to have cats. In your neighborhood? Yes. Hmm. Well, I don't know who the cat person was in this neighborhood, but I know that I was a chicken person in this neighborhood. I believe it. Yeah. I had chickens. I had like 10 of them. Somebody still has chickens around here. I don't know who, but I've seen them before. I believe it. I had 10 of them and my mom told me that they were going to die because they got sick and had this thing around their eye. And after talking to an employee that I work with, one of my friends named Chris, he told me they were fine. But my mom told me they were going to die. And you had to give them away. No, no. She was like, toss them in the back. Like, there's all sorts of animals back there. Just let nature run its course. Right. Oh, no. So, I let nature run its course. And 10 chickens turned into 37 chickens that were just running around the neighborhood. You had a rooster? Yeah. Goddamn. Like, three of them. Goddamn. I bet your neighbors hated you in the morning. Oh, everybody hated me. I bet they were... Everybody hated me because they were on cars. I guarantee you that's why the HOA rides our ass so nasty. Probably. It's because they're like, that's the house with the fucking chickens. Mm-hmm. Granted, nobody in the neighborhood knew it was me, but yeah, it was me. They probably, if they knew it was you, they would have burned down your house. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, I love cats. There's a snake person in the neighborhood. I believe it. Well, two people, they would catch snakes mm-hmm. in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Put them in a trash bag, or not trash bag, in a trash, trash can, can mm-hmm, to like collect them. I don't know what he was doing with them. Probably milking them. I don't know. It was weird. And then there was a snake infestation. That actually probably would make me just burn down the neighborhood. Yeah. I would commit arson to get yeah. rid of a snake infestation. Well, there was a snake infestation, a chicken infestation, a dog infestation, and a cat infestation. Infi- infestation. Infestation. Yeah. What animal can we do with that with next? Gerbils. We can do it. We a- had raccoons. I believe it. We still have raccoons, but with all the construction going on, it's kind of less. I less. wish we had a possum infestation. Uh, we've seen maybe like four possums here. I know. We once saw a coyote in this neighborhood. Uh, we've seen three coyotes. Yeah. Just walking down the fucking street uh-huh. like casual stroll on a Saturday night. Uh-huh. This neighborhood is very odd. Uh-huh. Very odd. Yeah. We get all these animals. We get the entire fucking animal planet, but we can't get a swimming pool in our neighborhood. Exactly, dude. Okay, I was thinking. Which then, I mean, it makes sense because then we'd probably have like a crocodile infestation and a fucking uh, polar bear infestation. And Not wrong. A koi fish infestation. Right, like. No, okay, so I was thinking, I was trying to to do a brand deal thing and I was like, damn, like, why can't I like take good pictures to get these brand deals? And that's because I realized that I need a pool 
because everybody's like oh laying out by the pool using this lotion blah blah blah, whatever i don't have a fucking pool to do that with mm-hmm. and it's not like i could go to galveston and do that mm-hmm. who wants to see brown water me it has tons of fishies that i like to fish for sometimes it does <laughs> sometimes it really does not <laughs> but yeah so um welcome back i know that was a very long intro for you guys but uh we just that wanted a very to kind sad of laugh i'm sorry I'm usually, I'm usually like blowing people's eardrums out with my laugh you're fine i, I think they'll let you pass this one time it's just like <laughs> like a pity laugh for real but um but yeah so today's oh, shit, episode sorry. smacked you you're fine uh not me personally the mic no, in case mic. anybody's worried <laughs> not it's not fine domestic violence um do you want to kind of just jump right into what we're doing with this episode? Yes. Yeah, so today we're going to be covering upcoming movies. We kind of slacked. We went from January to August. No. No. Ju- no June. June to August. Yeah. So we reformatted it because the way it was going, it was not going to be a fun time with doing no. one every single month. Exactly. And taking away from other episodes that we wanted to do. Correct. So we just wanted to go ahead and give you currently popping fall of 2021. Oh, Yeah. So, uh, next one, I think we're going to be doing them quarterly. Just next one will be winter. And then after that, you know, we're not covering every single movie, but just some big movies, some ones that we're interested in, some that we're not. We should get a planner for the podcast. We should, but maybe we should wait till the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. do that. January. Uh, we can format this yeah. perfectly for you guys. And, and we can put all movie release dates. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And hold us to that. know when what's coming out. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me see. So today we're going to be covering the first movie. Connie, would you like to go ahead and give them a little. A little snippet. Yep. All right. So um, if you remember last episode, we read a little bit of the plot. Not a lot. Just the general plot summary. Our kind of takes on things. And then we're going to answer some questions like, are we excited to watch it? And if we're going to watch it at the home or a movie theater. So. Up first, we have Candyman. Do you remember watching Candyman? No, actually, I did not watch Candyman. No, I mean, do you remember watching the trailer? Yes, I do. Like in theaters when we went to go see... I don't think it was when we saw Old. It was when we saw Old. No, I think it's whenever we watched whatever movie we watched before that. We watched Old, and it was in that, and then we watched um, Mortal Kombat. It was in Mortal Kombat. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Candyman, it comes out August 27th, 2021, so the tail end of this month, and it is rated R. Uh, Of course, I mean, if Jordan Peele's making any movie that's not rated R, it's going to be kind of weird. So, short summary, in present day, a decade after the last of the Cabrini Towers were torn down, Anthony and his partner move into a loft into the new gentrified Cabrini. A chance encounter with an old-timer exposes Anthony to the true story behind the Candyman. Anxious to use the macabre details in a studio... As fresh grist for his paintings, he unknowingly opens a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a terrifying wave of violence. And credit to IMDb and Universal Pictures for that little summary. So this isn't quite a direct remake of the original 1992 Candyman. I know some people um, tend to think that, but it's kind of like a craft legacy-esque sequel. Mm-hmm. It has callbacks to the first movie, but mm-hmm. I don't 100% think it's necessary to watch the 1992 movie before watching this one. And this one does ignore the events of the other two sequels that happened after the 1992 movie. So like the 95 and the 99 movie. Um, but the main character of the movie is the kidnapped baby from the first film. 
and it does kind of reference that i think i haven't seen it so i think okay so what i got from it was it was kind of like um how they did with the halloween franchise mm-hmm. in which they made like several different movies or several different sets of like sequels and you know trilogy part four part five and then eventually they just retconned all of those cut them all out of the lineup and then just went back to the original series kind of like the jamie lynn jamie lee jamie lee got it remember jamie lynn we want to knock out Uh jamie lee is a queen right right so jamie lee curtis sorry but they went back to her story and i think that's what they were trying to get with the candy man because i think i was told that there's movies after the original candy man yeah i already said that right yes there was two more sequels after the original one and i'm not sure what they were but they completely like ignored those two right and they just went ahead with this jordan peele mm-hmm. one as like the official yeah as the two. main sequel right so i mean that's what i got from it um but they even used like the original spot, the Cabrini Green, mm-hmm. they even use that in Jordan. Like, Jordan Peele's very good at staying true to his movies. To his sources, as, yeah. As authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. But it was written by Jordan Peele, not directed. Just to, you know, make sure everybody's aware of that. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing is that, like, I still haven't seen the original uh, Candyman. I've attempted to watch it. Did you really? It was when I was in high school, and I really didn't, like... I wasn't into it. I just specifically remember like him walking across a playground or something like that. And then the bees. And then I don't remember anything else because I turned it off because I wasn't interested. Right. I mean, we can definitely watch it before that movie comes out. But which if we didn't, I think it'll still be okay. No, because I think we'd still like, it'd be like one of those things where like Easter eggs would pop up and you'd be like. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. But I mean like for the general population. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. think it's de- it can definitely be a movie where you're just like kind of like. a standalone like, type thing. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like the craft legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, cool, if you do know where, where this is coming from, you're going to be so psyched. It's one of those movies where if you watch this and then like, okay, so if you haven't seen the original and you watch this, it'll get you interested in watching the original and then everything pieces together. Kind of like. <laughs> not where you have to watch the original to piece this one to it kind of like cobra kai right yeah like my coworker, my coworker was telling me um she was like yeah you know i really loved karate kid and i was like oh cool like you watched it she said yeah actually i we started me and my husband started watching cobra kai and then i was like wait stop i need to go back like this is so interesting i want to go back and watch mm-hmm. the you know beforehand mm-hmm. and they watched all of them yeah I mm, I didn't. I think I I stopped at two. I think three was just eh. Yeah. And then I watched the um, Jaden Smith one. That was pretty garbage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's good if you've watched it already. It's Uh good if you want to watch it, but it's not going to be anything where you're going to be missing out on a huge plot point. Definitely not. And I think that brings us to our first question, which is, are we excited for this movie? Well, I wasn't done reading kind of all my input about it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, It does star Yahya Abdul-Mateen II in Us, which also Jordan Peele. He was Adelaide's father. He was in Aquaman. He was actually Bobby Seale in The Trial of Chicago 7. Hmm. Remember how I was telling you about it the other day? Mm -hmm. Um, He was also in Black Mirror. I know most of you really probably haven't. Well, some of you probably have, but... um, 
it's the Striking Vipers episode. It's, Everybody knows the Striking Vipers episode. Well, it's just one that like Rico wasn't into Black Mirror, and so it's one of the very few that he's watched. Um, but he was in there. He's also a background character in The Greatest Showman. Like he's done a lot of stuff. I watched it for the memes. I watched it for the memes. <laughs> Everybody kept bringing up like Striking Vipers, Striking Vipers, and so I was just like, I'm not a fan of Black Mirror, but he's watched a few episodes. Yeah, yeah, and so that's what. Toss me into an episode. Well, it also has Tiana Paris. She is famously Monica Rambeau. Um, I love her. From Marvel. Yes, I know. Um, she's also Ernestine, Ernestine in If Beale Street Could Talk. I haven't seen it, but I've heard yeah. it's great. I've heard it um, It also has both Vanessa Williams and Tony Todd, who plays the Candyman from the original movie in 1992. So, back to our first question. Are we excited for this movie? Yes. I'm actually stoked. I am too. So, one, it's a older movie, Re, well, not, I don't want to say rebooted, but like brought modern back into times. the right, modernized and brought back into the light. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not also, an overplayed concept either, right? And then I also love Jordan Peele mm-hmm. movies. His movies are phenomenal. And then another thing about it that I like is the fact that he does he has a way with music. That's exactly what we were talking about when we were watching the trailer, right? Because. I got five on it with with us. And I can't remember anything specific. Well, I just love how he did that, that like slowed and chopped and screwed. Oh, yeah. No, no, I'm saying like that piano part Mm -hmm. for every like horror scene. Oh, yeah. And then like every time it was going to be like Candyman popping into like a frame, Mm -hmm. it would do the say my name, say my name. The Destiny's Child. Right. But it is slowed slowed, down. Yeah, and creepy. It has that like reverb. Mm -hmm. I he has like such a unique take on things that's what i enjoy Mm -hmm. is it's not the same thing over and over and over again and i think that's what we're talking about with old as well it's not the same thing over and over and over again and something that isn't over and over again is the fact that all these movies are now coming to the comfort of your home actually you can watch them what's up i don't know Candyman is i don't either i think can i mean eventually it'll come but the way well no what i heard was with the theatrical release, once it gets enough time in movie theaters, then it'll shift over, is what I heard. I mean, I think eventually... So it shouldn't be coming straight to like HBO Max or whatever the case may be. But I mean, I think the way we're going to phrase this, I think the best way to is will we immediately go to theaters to watch it? Or will we watch it from home? Will we, will we wait to watch it from home? Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, we don't have HBO, so. We'll, we'll get it tonight. Eventually. <laughs> so, um, I guess to answer that question, would we watch this in theater at home? I'm going to go ahead and say I'd watch it in a the theater. theater. I'm, I'm already too excited. I think scary movies in a theater, and I know we've talked about this so much in the past, mm-hmm. scary movies in a theater are so much different mm-hmm. than watching them at home because then you have that drive back, like, I know I've mentioned it before, but my number one like favorite experience after watching a movie is going to watch us. Yeah. And then driving home and literally just get to a stoplight. And as soon as we get to the stoplight, I got five on it starts playing. Mm-hmm. And like, I've never wanted to run a stoplight so much in my life. That show was funny. I do remember that. It was right there. You know where it was, right? Right after the strip club. No, it was when we got, no, it was when we got to, um, sorry, I paused that part because I didn't want to say what street we were pulling up to, just out of paranoia. But it was past that gas station. 
Yeah. But then we also caught the tail end of it whenever we passed the strip. And it wasn't as creepy just because they were at that time playing the slowed intro Mm -hmm. to it on the radio. And Mm -hmm. it was just fucking weird. And you couldn't quite tell if you were about to get got or if you were just listening to a song. Right. Um, but yeah, all the way in theaters, mm-hmm. literally the ambiance is so, I need fucking decibels blowing out my eardrums. I need that like dead silence of everybody mm-hmm. holding their breath, waiting for the jump scare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And so Rico, you want to go ahead and do our next one? For sure. For sure. So getting into the next movie, we're going to be talking about Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. And this one comes out September 3rd, 2021. It is rated PG 13. Thank you, Marvel. What? Thank you, Marvel. That's the highest I'll ever go with a movie. Really? Except for Deadpool. Are all the other ones PG? PG-13. Oh. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. So all Marvel movies now are PG-13? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all PG-13 because there's so much violence. Yeah. But they'll never go like rated R with a mainstream movie. That's wild. I didn't even realize that. I mean, yeah, because they're catering to, you know kids because remember how everybody got so upset about deadpool parents mm-hmm. like moms were like i i brought my kid to watch this and mm-hmm. it's like okay and you didn't look at that you didn't um do your research at the time so sorry that they didn't card your kid at the door mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember when your mom used to buy rated r movie tickets for us all the time all the time she was such a g about it honestly and then they started becoming bitches Mm-hmm. like we used to we have to, to flag well no like we used to have to flag people down and be like hey like can you just say that you're with us like you're yeah. over 18 i remember that and like chill as people they're like yeah fuck it you already bought your ticket come on let's go mm-hmm. okay so sorry <laughs> <laughs> if you hear the throat lozenge clicking around my teeth i'm so sorry i know that's probably really gross to you especially with this asmr mic but um i just wanted to say <laughs> i'm sorry so anyway Shang-Chi, the master of unarmed, weaponry-based kung fu, is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization, quoted by IMDb. Um, so pretty much, this is a superhero movie based off the Shang-Chi comic books, which I have not honestly read. I've been doing a lot of reading, as far as comic books go. Or a lot um, of listening. Both. And, no, I'm lying. i definitely listening. I cannot sit there and i don't have the time to read it's just i would get through comic books so fast like i would just feel like what did i just pay for that too because i was going to bedrock city like every other day yeah like buying like three dollar comics like 10 of them and honestly i think the best place to go for comics and not to say like don't collect comics if you're into it um the library they have yes bedrock city no but like free Mm. free you used to get so many like graphic novels and shit i guess but i mean like and i guess i am pinpointing our location again by saying better no city. i think there's more than one better rock city oh well find the furthest one from us and then that's the one that we're at or just go to your local comic store yeah that <laughs> that works but better rock city the one that's close to our house but i'm saying like financially like if you just can't afford to buy comics all the time oh yeah most definitely go to the library read through them very mm-hmm. quickly library is your best resource mm-hmm. i want to go well those have like graphic novel comics like the ones that i was reading the spider-man mm-hmm. ones that were like in the laminated yeah the yeah but, i think like, they the have that i was reading is like paperback comics i like. think they actually have paperback comics though oh, i didn't see those i think they do well anyway 
We're talking about Shang-Chi. We're Sorry. We're talking about Spider-Man. Um, but really quick, for those of you who were interested in what I was listening to, um, I got into Batman Rebirth. I got into um, a lot of Red Robin, a lot of um, Red Hood, Spider-Man, and Power Rangers, surprisingly. So that's fun. Um, but anyway, I have not done any reading on Shang-Chi. And what I was getting at was that it is the second movie in Marvel's Phase 4, and it starts, it stars Simu Liu. I think. Is that how you say it? Simu Liu. I don't want to get that wrong. I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that. It also has Michelle Yeoh. Also, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. You bucked up, big dog. I'm just saying. It's I'm fine. I'm so sorry uh, but she was. Anybody. She was in a couple of like really good movies. Right. So she was in Crouching, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Memoirs of a Geisha, and Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. I did watch Memoirs of a Geisha at a young age, which I probably should not. <laughs> and I regretted she every was, minute of that entire depressing movie. She was also in Crazy... Uh, not Crazy Rich Asians. Sorry, you already said that. Kung Fu Panda 2. Was she really? Yeah. Huh. And then I also did watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Great movie. You love like kung fu, I love movies. kung fu movies, and then um, Aquafina is also in it. I love Aquafina. Who's Aquafina? She was from um, Girl Code. Is she MTV. the one that's that was driving the bus in the trailer? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. She's also in Ocean's Eight. She's in a lot of movies. I haven't seen it. Okay, but I respect her work. Um, and then it also has Benedict Wong, Bai Wong from Doctor, Doctor Strange. And I think that he's what you know how every like. Iron Man is what tied Spider-Man in. Mm-hmm. I think that Wong, Wong ties tie Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi in. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I respect I, I think that would be cool. Or like Spider-Man tied Mysterio in. Mm-hmm. So the villain of this story is actually going to be the real Mandarin. And just to say, we actually haven't watched this movie. Shockingly, we don't get premiere tickets. We don't. Um. So this is all very heavily researched and we are praying that it's correct. True, true. But um, he was a villain who was previously talked about in Iron Man and Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. but was never actually shown. Remember, they had that like really weird white dude playing as a Mandarin who was supposed to be like an actor that they hired or something, and then it actually was... Um, it wasn't a white dude. It was like um, a British guy, British I guy. think. British yeah. or white? Like he was Middle Eastern. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was supposed to like be the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was British. I thought he was white. No, he is British, but he's also, I think, like Middle East. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, I wrong either. Yeah, they hired a white guy. Hired him. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, a white guy hired. Was him. it Hammer? I think it was Hammer because they were trying to get Iron Man out so that the whippy chain guy. The no, it was um, the guy with the brain shit. He had that proposal about the brain and how to heal and everything. I remember Iron Man two and three and that's three. Um, basically, he like infects. Uh, Pepper. He like is in love with Pepper, but he infects Pepper. I'll take your word for it. Okay, I just recently watched it. That's why. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in like. But yeah, they years. they basically were like, that's when Iron Man's like, oh, Mandarin, because Mandarin fucks with Happy and puts Happy in the hospital. Mm. And so he's like, Mandarin, do you want to fuck with my friends? And he, paraphrasing. Um, here's my address. <laughs> paraphrasing. Here's my address, and then all of a sudden. Uh, the Mandarin blew up his house, and that's how he gets a new house. Weird. Mm-hmm. 
the quote Mandarin. Um, but yeah, it's typically an Iron Man villain. Right. So he was talking about that. He was never shown. And they did this as it was more appropriate for a Chinese hero to fight a Chinese villain instead of having white man Tony Stark go and launch missiles at an Asian man. Also, I think we are forgetting that Tony Stark is dead. I mean, yeah. But Spoiler alert. I'm just saying. In- um, but yeah, I, I think I, I like how they did it, how it was kind of like saying, oh, this is the Mandarin. Oh, no, this is the Mandarin. Oh, well, you got the Mandarin. All of a sudden, Shang-Chi has like, the real Mandarin. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. You thought you had the Mandarin. Uh, that's my papa. I will say this movie was a little bit more like, because in the trailer you see like these giant beasts mm-hmm. with them and everything. It's more. Well, this is supposed to show the first look at um, Abomination. What? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant like abolishing things in general. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? I forgot that you meant the villain. <laughs> it's, it's showing the abolishment. The abolishment I was like, of what? Of, what? Ab- of abolishment. <laughs> so I was like, what is it showing? <laughs> what? Abomination. Well, okay. So no. I thought it was talking about abomination. Oh my God. Leave me alone. No, um, it's just, it's more sci-fi Mm, more chronicles of narnia yeah. than i expected yeah especially with the um, more aquaman the dragon yeah a dragon from, in the water yeah from never ending story yeah <laughs> very loch ness monster yeah well never ending story had the white dragon i know so, like, yeah that one it's very it. it's it's i don't know how i feel about it i'm probably going okay are we excited yeah yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm yeah. very excited just to see where this whole new thing takes us. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably going to wait to watch this one. Okay, so I was waiting to get it in my notes. But like I said, I haven't really done too much reading uh, on the character. Granted, I am excited to be introduced to a new hero. Mm-hmm. And I am also in- I'm also excited for it to be a, um Asian hero. Yes, this is actually, I think, is it Marvel's first... Like Wong. Chinese Wong. hero. Wong. I was reading somewhere. Wong is more like a, a sidekick, but like he's the main hero. It's kind of like a crazy rich Asians thing where yeah. they did like Asian cast for like oh, most Doctor of Strange. Huh? Doctor Strange. What about Doctor Strange? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about Shang-Chi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but he's like a forefronter. He has his own movie. He's running shit. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the first like yeah. main hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And I hope that I'm not portraying this in the wrong way or saying this in, a, in like a bad way. It's just like this movie was the first one to do it. And so I'm using this in the same aspect. So I'm getting very much Wakanda vibes. Okay. I didn't want to say it. But right. I feel it, like. They're and- playing based off of how they did with Black Panther where Black Panther was an all black cast. It was. Yeah centered in wakanda instead of having a a white villain or a black villain and you know yeah they had that one guy who stole shit but ultimately it was michael b jordan versus chadwick boseman and right i like like i really truly like and i know it's gonna sound weird how they're doing that for different cultures i don't no no okay the reason i like it is because for so long like this is gonna sound I know people are going to be like, oh, my fucking God. Uh, no. But for so long, they've had Iron Man, 
mm-hmm. Pepper Potts, mm-hmm. they had Black Widow, mm-hmm. they had Hawkeye, Spider-Man, Hulk, all these like white heroes for people to look up to. Right. And to look at a movie and be like, you know, uh, a kid wants to look at a movie and be like, oh, I want to be, you know, Spider-Man. And it sucks that Miles Morales hasn't gotten quite a chance to shine. Right. So, like, you know, a, a black kid would be could see himself in that role. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing so kids can see themselves in those roles and be like, that one, that hero looks just like me. Well, in that sense, yes, I understand what you're talking about. And honestly, that's why they made Spider-Man wear mm-hmm. a mask all the time. And why yeah. they made him young is because Spider-Man can be, can anybody. be anybody under the mask. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but what I was getting at was in the sense of like, I like that they're doing other cultured heroes. Totally fine. Totally love it. Totally down for that. No disrespect for that. What I'm not liking though, is taking the Wakanda aspect of it mm-hmm. or like the, the originality that was, um, black Panther or even crazy rich Asians. You know what I mean? Everything was an Asian cast. Like they were doing that for that reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like this one's feels like since they already made black Panther, they're doing it again for Shang-Chi and it's like copying the same plot, but with like different skin. Like I'm not saying skins as far as like, like your you just skin, think different but I mean like characters, skins, like, like weapon skin, like, they're like, like peeling off of like, I mean, yeah, I can definitely see where you're going. Like, I think there would be a limit on what they can hit when it comes to like repainting the plot is what I'm trying to get at. So yeah, like technologies and shit like that, and then oh, finding out your long lost family or you know running from your your true heritage or something like that. Like, I can see where you're getting at with it. Well, like, okay, so Wakanda was based in Africa, all black cast. Yeah. Shang Chi, based in Asia, all Asian cast. I think it's supposed to be based in China. I didn't want to say where. Yeah, because it's just they to, like not get it wrong. No, no, no. It's China because they use um. On the rings, they have Chinese symbols and everything on there. Okay. Yeah. So, based in China, Chinese cast, mm-hmm. right? It's the same formula. And that's just where I, what I didn't like. Now, am I excited for the movie? Yes. Am I excited for the plot? Yes. Am I going to watch it? Yes. Am mm-hmm. I, I going to wait for it? Probably not. I probably do want to watch it in theaters mm-hmm. just so I can get that, like, feeling that I was wrong. I want to be completely wrong and be like, wow, I fucking loved like, that. Blown away. Right. Yeah. But based off of the trailers, that's just what it made me feel from the trailers. Yeah. And I'm a-okay with being wrong. I'm a-okay with all of that just making me sound stupid as shit. I hope for that for this movie because I want it to be really good, especially with all of the negativity and the, you know, shit that's been going on, like, in all our lives. Right. Especially with, like, Asian culture and Asian people. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, I mean, I want it to be like, yeah, like, you want to celebrate again. Yeah. You want to celebrate Asian culture. Right. Definitely. I was going to say, I'm excited for it, but I also think that (laughs) I don't like how Mortal Kombat just came out. And then what other movie was it that it just came out? Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. And now Shang-Chi are all coming out. And that's something else that I wanted to bring up from the trailers was that Shang-Chi and Snake Eyes. They look very similar. Without trying to sound, without making it come from like a racial point and like making it sound racial as fuck. Like, because they're both. very similar. Because they're both kung fu based movies that are action based kung fu movies that like. A lot of them take place on rooftops. A lot mm-hmm. of them take place at nighttime. A lot of them take place like crazy 
gadgets and shit. And yeah. they both have Asian casts. Like, whenever you watch them side by side in a movie theater, it's kind of like, didn't we just watch that? Oh, Snake Eyes. Sorry. I oh, think, Shang-Chi. My bad. Like, I think that it's one of those Bugs Life and Ant situations right. where it's just... It's different enough that the plots are probably different and, you know, you would be able to tell them apart. But, like, when you're describing a movie to somebody, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I just saw that recent, like, movie in theaters. It was, like, um, Kung Fu, you know, really, it's, like, an action movie. Uh, what was oh, the name? Oh, Exactly. Right. Yeah, like, when you're describing, yeah, I watched that movie about the bugs. Um, it's just, like, following bugs around. They talk Ants? and everything. No, Bugs Life. Right. You know? That's what I was getting at. Like, yeah. I, I think that the trailers didn't do it justice for Shang-Chi. Yeah. If I'm I mean, being completely honest with it. I think they could have hyped it up a little bit more. It's kind of confusing. Um, there's no, like, full plot that's fleshed mm-hmm. out in there. It's just kind of like, find your destiny and embrace it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the rings look pretty cool, though. I want to know what they do. I think they give them, like, superpower, like... I know, but like what? Like, what does it do? You know what I mean? Probably like super strength or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe you control the beast. That's why I'm excited for it. Maybe you control the beast with them. I don't know. That's why I'm excited for it. And like I said, I mean, I didn't really want to do this, like cover this one. I wanted you to cover this one, but I'm so glad that we were able to like. To talk about this? Yeah. In full depth. See, I knew knew what I was doing. So next up, um, we do have Malignant. Malignant. I'm going to be so, let me, let me finish first. It comes out September 10th. It's rated R. I'm going to be so honest with you. Mm. This is such Mm. a just, here's the plot. In the film, Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are in fact terrifying realities. Okay. That's from Warner Brothers. And while that sounds so good. The, watching the trailer for it ruined it for me. It didn't in the beginning. It looked really good from the beginning. It had a really good concept in the beginning. And then like, like you start seeing the shadow demon and it's like, yeah. Uh. It, okay. It's, I'm going to tell you why it's another James Wan movie. Yeah. And he does really good. Scary he movies is so good. It's but just his I, characters are so like, I think pooey. he's found the rhythm that works for him, but it's becoming too overdone. No, okay, so what I'm saying, what I'm thinking is, like, if we could get, right, a better, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, creative person, like, the person that, like, creates the visuals or, like, the costumes or whatever, like, costume designer, that's what I was getting at. If we can get somebody who could make a scarier (laughs) fucking demon or a scarier fucking monster, whatever, even from, like, because he did, um, what was the movie we just watched? Didn't he do the one with Lorraine and Ed? Yeah. He's done The Conjuring. Conjuring. That's what it was. He's done Saw. He's done Insidious. Right. And like the last Conjuring, none of the monsters are scary. Okay. See, my thing is that this movie to me was a mix between... Lights Out. No. No, no, no. I've never seen Lights Out. It's a mix between Paranormal Activity and Insidious. Okay. Because they had to play the old childhood footage of her being tormented by a demon before she got mm-hmm. adopted. Mm-hmm. And then it's very insidious in the sense of she basically goes into a third dimension or well, a fifth dimension. Well, it's really her just asleep watching these Well, no, because she, she gets like visions, I think. Yeah, where she sleeps. Oh, I thought maybe she had. No, she. Oh, yeah. 
mm-hmm. shocking visions. Um, but it's just, in my opinion, as she goes into this different dimension, it seems where she's watching these murders happen and she's talking to this. De- I'm tired of fucking demons in movies. Yeah. I'm tired of it. It's overdone. I mean, it helped I me. Mean, I would prefer more monsters. I'd prefer, prefer more slashers. I'm just tired of demons having to get exercised from people. Like mm-hmm. it is so overdone. Mm-hmm. The con okay. Paranormal activity. We know how we felt about those conjuring. They were doing so well until the devil made me do it. Right. And that's when it's just, it's become so played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I respect that. Um, so what I got from it is I said that it looks too much like lights out meets the invisible man. I can see that. Um, and the invisible man's like, this dude is following this chick. That's sci-fi. She goes. Right. I mean, but what I'm saying is like, nobody else can see the Nobody demon. believes her. Right. Yeah. Nobody believes her because he has this like high tech suit. Mm-hmm. And in this one, like nobody believes the girl that she's seeing all these visions and that like this archangel mm-hmm. is going through and killing everybody. And then at the same time, like lights out is the one where every time they turn off the light, mm-hmm. they can see the demon chick. Mm-hmm. But then when they turn on the light, like she runs away or whatever. Yeah. And that's what I was getting based off that. Um, but there was a game. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was called beyond two souls or something like that. And it was when Elliot Page was Ellen Page, and she played the main character. Well, he played the main character. You know what I mean. But um, basically, the character in the game, I'm just going to say her, because anyway, I'm just trying to get things right. But she has this, like, um, not demon, not, not ghost or whatever, but like it helps her do things. And that's what I thought it was going for. I thought it was like this like ghostly type thing helping her get through it. And it's not. It's just no. weird. It, it went so left. Like it had such good. Um, I don't even think it had a good start. You don't think so? No. I guess. I mean, it's just me personally. It's just for me. I felt it was very overdone. I mean, okay. It isn't. This isn't based on his. Um, James Wan's graphic novel, Malignant Man. I know some people thought it was, but it's not. Um, it does star Annabelle Wallace, who plays Mia from the Annabelle franchise. Do you remember who Mia is? Mm-hmm. The one that turns into Annabelle. And a bunch of others whose roles who haven't been named yet. It's just kind of blank on the IMDb page. So, I hate to ask, but are we excited for this movie? Mm-mm. Me neither. Uh, are we going to watch it at home or in a theater? You probably won't even watch Honestly, might if accidentally. I'm being completely honest, I probably won't watch it. I might accidentally stumble onto it once it goes onto a streaming site, but yeah, like once it's on Hulu, might be a movie that we put on while I play on my phone. Yeah, that's it. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, just it's not nothing was exciting for me about this movie. So, getting into the next movie is going to be Cry Macho. Um, it comes out September seventeenth, twenty twenty one, and it is rated PG thirteen. Um, this one's based off the book Cry Macho, and it stars Clint Eastwood as one of, as a one-time rodeo star and a washed-up horse breeder who, in 1978, takes a job from an ex-boss to bring the young man's son home. Wait, man's. sorry, the, the, to bring the man's young son young son home, and away from his alcoholic mom. So, crossing rural Mexico on their way back to Texas, the unlikely pair pair. Sorry, you have paid. 
Sorry. <laughs> the unlikely pair faces an unexpectedly challenging journey during which the world-weary horseman may find his own sense of redemption through teaching the boy what it means to be a good man. And this is quoted by Warner Brothers. Yeah, so you can thank them for that lengthy, lengthy yeah. Can't you summary. hear the, the congestion in my chest, Warner Brothers? Can't you hear us struggling? God. So this movie has been attempted to be made multiple times. Um, in 1991, production began, but it was scrapped. And in 2011, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, they attempted again, but once again, didn't work out. cut off before right. it even began. So Clint Eastwood's attempt finally made it happen, and yay! You know, we finally got here. Um, and Clint Eastwood both starred in the movie and directed it. And I would like to say, if Byron, you are listening, or Doctor Spin, if you are listening. It has Dwight Yoakam. 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 Sorry. I uh, forced Rico to listen to some 90s country. So did Byron. So did yeah. Dr. Spin. Now you know that the con- council listens to Dwight Yoakam. Yeah. I mean, I... Oh, you don't know that we call you the council, huh? No, I do. I read your text. Okay. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, no. I made Rico... Rico was like, no. Nah. He listens to like 70s country, like Dwight Yoakam. I was like, Dwight Yoakam I thought is... Dwight Yoakam was like 30s country. Right up my alley in thought, 80s and 90s country. I thought it was like 30s to So I made him listen country. to some Reba, some Garth Brooks, Gross. some George Strait, some Dwight Gross. Yoakam. Gross. I was not a fan of any of those. He loved them all. Don't let him lie to you. No, I didn't. Uh, right. More of like a Florida Georgia line... Leave me alone. Uh, Luke Bryan. Leave Luke me alone. Combs. Leave me alone. Name one Luke Combs song. The one that's on Spotify. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, are we excited for this movie? Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be real honest with y'all. I'm more excited to watch this than I am to watch Malignant. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. It's a no for me, big dog. Okay, but would you watch this over Malignant? No. You'd watch Malignant over this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm not a fan of country westerns. I'm not a fan I of... feel like I sound like Clint Eastwood right now. No. I'm not a Some fan... Like rumblies in my chest. I'm not a fan of, like, uh, men redemption stories. <sighs> You're just uh, a hater. Uh, no, I'm, I'm saying that this movie, like I said earlier, this is the type of movie... That your dad, who never wants to go to movies, because he's a hardened man who or works, grandpa, who works this like outdoorsy job, and you know, is rough and tough. Um, it's a movie he's gonna cry to. This is a movie that he's gonna be like, "Hey, you want to go to the movie theaters? We can uh, catch that new Clint Eastwood movie. I don't know. I heard it was good. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay." <laughs> I will be a-okay living my life without watching this. You're just a hater. I guess I am. Um, Am I excited for it? Not really. Um, Could I have gone without, like, knowing this movie existed? Probably. not been hurt by it? Yeah. Um, So what I got based off of the uh, trailers and what I've read is it's basically like... Okay, so remember what I said about Wakanda and Shang-Chi? Or wherever Mm Shang-Chi is based off of. Mm -hmm. So... That's what this I feel is, about this. For this for white people. Not, 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 not Oh. <laughs> um, the whole like reskinning with a different plot or with the same plot, but like different oh, wording yeah. is like, this is Gran Torino. And instead of having an Asian family that he's looking after, he's looking after this like 
kid Hispanic and it takes kid. over in like yeah mexico yeah it's a white savior movie let's right. move past it there let's... we go it's a white savior movie let's... that's it yeah so um, we're gonna watch this in theater at home probably at home um, maybe never maybe, i don't know maybe not even i want to watch it at home just to like put it next to gran torino and grant probably you know what actually matter of fact we're gonna watch it we're gonna cover it on this uh podcast we're gonna put it next to gran torino as a versus be on the lookout for that okay there we go so, Connie, would you like to cover No Time to Die? Of course. T-Dog, this one is for you. T-Money, <laughs> I know you're not out there listening, but this one's for you because I know you love you some James Bond. T-Stracy? I don't know why I call her that. I don't either. It makes no sense. I mean, it makes sense, though. It does. I started calling her T-Money. Why? I don't know. You're so weird. You know, I... Okay, I call my, bo- I call my boss T-Dog all the time, and then one time I hired... Um, a girl and did not call her T Dog in front of the new hire. I did. Oh, I did. And the new hire, like, she started saying, Hey, is T Dog dropped off checks yet? And I was like, Who? What are you talking about? She said, Hey, um, has T Dog come by today? And I'm Wait, like, oh, Who's this? Not the most recent, not the most recent before that, but the one before that. Oh my God. Anna was like 12 coworkers ago. Uh, okay so i mean it was madison madison okay that's i love her i don't know why you didn't just say madison i don't know i didn't want to out her like that but now like i don't think anybody knows who these people are people might go to my instagram and look up who i follow named madison and my no you just gave them that idea you're welcome anyways uh no uh, like so i just i found a new nickname for her i started calling her t money i actually wrote in a mother's day card to her one year i wrote t dog i remember that happy mother's day t dog Mm mm-hmm best moment of my life anyways uh she loves james bond so this one is for her it is and 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 sorry you just you never make it a point to say this anymore you have a grandpapa named james bond yeah i guess i do technically he's not my grandpa though you see my my grandpa my biological grandpa was never married to this woman she was actually married to his brother and had a daughter with his brother oh my fuck i never told you that did i no you fucking didn't (laughs) so she had a daughter with his brother and then he got with her and then they never married (laughs) lived together for years you have a grandpa uncle (laughs) no a grandma auntie you have a grandma auntie and so and so basically um what did i marry into (laughs) a white family so what ended up happening is so my mom always called her mom so that was my grandma and then my grandpa died and she got with another man and so i have zero relation to this woman but we still kind of talk to her no your mom doesn't talk to her i think you're forgetting i don't talk to my mom but i mean does she not still talk to her i don't think so oh yeah. I know that we got invited to the wedding and you were supposed to do the cards and it was supposed to say her married to James Bond and we we're supposed to have a whole James Bond card thing. And then my mom was like, yeah, yeah we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> There's my family history, you guys. But they live off the lake and I really wish That's we where got we caught, closer to them. That yeah, is where, where you we caught your I mean, apparently we don't need to get close to them to go to the lake. There's no gate needed. Yeah, you have to have the key. No, that stayed on the pier. Oh, you can go fishing any time. Do you remember where they live? Yeah, I have it pinned on my phone. Okay, sweet. So you want to go visit them? <laughs> we can. You park at their house. Hey. No, we can park down there. Oh yeah, because they did have parking down there. Uh huh. And if they ask us, we can just be like James Bond. Yeah. Because everybody knew him. Yeah. They're just like, oh yeah, James Bond. Blah, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
All right, so no time to die. Um, my laptop almost died there. Uh, it comes out <laughs> no October. Time to die for your laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out October eighth. Um, it's rated PG thirteen. Shockingly, I don't know why. So, I don't know if you guys remember after Spectre. Nope. Daniel Craig said he wasn't doing another Bond film. Really. And then he did No Time to Die. Really. Yeah. Did you know that Daniel Craig was in Star Wars? I didn't. He yeah he's Who'd an he play? Un, he's an uncredited oh. stormtrooper. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I like I would do that. Yeah, Just, he's no, the one that lets Ray go. Oh. Yeah. Um. So Bond has left active service and is enjoying his tranquil life in Jamaica. His peace is short lived when his old friend Felix Leader from the CIA turns up asking for help. The mission to rescue a kidnapped scientist turns out to be far more treacherous than expected, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with a dangerous new technology. And that's from Universal Pictures, ladies and gentlemen. So, my thing with this one, um, it's actually really funny. They didn't shoot this in Jamaica, but where they did the announcement of this movie was in Goldeneye, Jamaica. Goldeneye, Jamaica. Goldeneye, Jamaica. Goldeneye. Okay. Anyways, I know the game. <laughs> well, I'm saying, do you know who lived there when he thought up all the movies? Who? Whoever thought up all the James Bond movies. Oh. I forgot his name already. Okay. I don't know. Just a little fun fact, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this actor, um, well, this is apparently Daniel Craig's Fifth and final appearance is James Bond. He is the longest running actor to play James Bond, spanning 15 years so far. Uh, speaking of Daniel Craig, it is reported that he handpicked his co-star, Anna de Armas, after working with her on Knives I Out. I fucking love her. <laughs> I thought you met me on the Snapchat. I was about to say, you better not. <laughs> you don't love me looking like that. <laughs> um, but no, she is wonderful. But oh he worked God, with her she's... on... He worked with her on Knives Out, and so it's like reported that he handpicked her. Um, the movie also stars Rami Malik for Mr. Robot, Freddie Mer- Mercury Rami Malik? fame. Malik, yeah. I don't know why I said Malik. Um, Leia Sado. Is that how you pronounce it? You already S- forgot? Sidu. Sidu. Oh, okay. Um, she comes back. Ralph Fiennes. Do you know who Ralph Fiennes is? I don't. Voldemort. Really? Yeah. He comes back, Christoph Waltz, Ben Wishwaw, Wishaw, Eve Moneypenny, and more. Oh, I forgot her actual name. Fuck. Okay, whoever plays Eve Moneypenny. Who's Eve Moneypenny? Apparently a recurring character in Bond films. I just know that somebody's name is Pussyfinger. I don't think that's the name. Yeah. Because I once had a nail polish. Called Pussyfinger? Called whatever the James Bond name was. There's Octo... Octopussy. Octopussy, not Pussy Finger. Sorry. <laughs> is it Goldfinger? I know somebody's name is Finger. Hold on. Keep talking. Okay, so one there's one named Octopussy, one named Moneypenny, and Connie's going to find out who the Finger person is. All right, hold on. Drum roll, please, for the hold Finger on. person. Okay, maybe not. Pussy Galore from Goldfinger. Goldfinger. No, Pussy Galore. From the movie Goldfinger. From the movie Goldfinger. That's what I meant. I knew okay. there was a Goldfinger yes. somewhere. Um, and see. the person, their name was what? Pussy Galore? Yeah. Mary Goodnight. Why do Bond villains have like the coolest names? They're not the villains. They're just the Bond girls. Oh, they're Bond girls. They're Bond girls. They have the coolest names? Yeah. Weird. I guess I should have called Ronnie for that one. You should have. I'm like, hey, Ronnie, what's your favorite Bond Do you like Bond, Bond 
He loves James Bond. Oh my god. Oh, it's man. Naomi Harris. Let me see if I can get his attention. Hold on. Yeah, no, I wasn't able to get his attention. Um, I called him, and he was too busy in a yelling match and on Warzone. So we're, we're just not going to... It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We'll just uh, take mm-hmm. his word for mm-hmm. it, whatever few words we were able to Whispering. get. So, um, Are we going to... Are we excited for this movie? <laughs> um, no. Yes and no? No. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. One, because we are planning to cover James Bond. Eventually. On the podcast, yeah. Um, also because I plan to watch all of the James Bonds. Yeah. That's something I, I've always it's wanted just, to do. The reason that I'm not like excited is because it's, oh, almost maybe finally Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. Well, they're introducing that chick. I think the reason why they got Daniel Craig is because she was supposed to be the next James Bond or Idris Elba was supposed to be the next James Bond. And then what happened was people weren't, can you stop kicking my chair? I'm not kicking. I'm tripping my foot on it. It feels oh, nice. It's making me like fall down. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so yeah, they're they're gonna use either Idris Elba or a woman James Bond, and people weren't taking too kindly. Oh, to Kate that. McKinnon, being, right? Kate McKinnon would have made a dope ass James Bond. And they're being very ugly towards it, so I think they used Daniel Craig to like buffer it. So this might be his last one, and then they'll just have her. He's gotten way too um, like fucked up from filming these movies mm-hmm. like he's had so many surgeries mm-hmm. like they're not even letting him perform his own stunts anymore yeah he like tried to jaggy chan it and mm. bucked up a Ron. he did he bucked up so are we watching it in a theater or at home um I'm watching it at home i want to watch it in a theater i've never seen a bond movie in the theater I, okay so if okay here's what's going to define whether i watch it in a theater or if i watch it at home if I can just watch the Daniel Craig ones and understand the entire James Bond series, I'll watch it in the theater before it gets there. Well, it comes out on October 8th. So if I can find all the Daniel Craig ones and it makes sense just watching the Daniel Craig ones and not like all the other James Bonds, then for sure I'll watch it in the theater. But if I can't, then I won't. I'll just watch it at home. And that's that. All right. I'm going to be watching it at home just because it's an action movie, you know? Okay. All right. So what are we thinking of next? Um, we are going to be talking about Halloween Kills. That was the, um, well, the intro to Michael Myers was the second song I learned how to play it. No, Mm. third song I learned how to play it. I can't do it right, but yeah. 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 All right, so when does it come out? So Halloween Kills comes out on October 15th, 2021, mm-hmm. and it is rated R. Shocking. Shocker, All right. So at night. Can you imagine a Halloween movie rated like PG-13? Um, or he, like PG? He just bonks them on the head. Bonk! And they fall over. Instead of running around with like a knife, he just has like a skillet. And <laughs> just PUBGs them. Boom! That's it. Boom! just everybody yeah that's it they just fall over that'd be great i would love that actually <laughs> <laughs> can we get a fan film of him just like a parody people yeah uh, and then like cast iron no not even cast iron cast oh iron God, would be pg-13 would hurt somebody no just get like a cheap ass walmart cheap, skillet like, yeah walmart skillet, like the little red ones or the blue ones that yep. like bend under pressure uh-huh. um and then have like jason with like a weed eater an electric oh, weed God. eater. And it just like smacks your ankles. 
<laughs> like yeah. barely even like nicks it. Well, I guess that would be like more Leatherface. Yeah. <laughs> With a weed eater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Tell me the summary. Um, this one's a long one. Sorry, that was just too great. Okay. So, why did it say and the night? That's literally how they wrote it. Universal, you can thank for them. And the night when Michael Myers returns isn't over. Okay. I don't know why that would be the opening to that. But I don't know either. I just try to keep it as close to what they do as possible. Okay. So, yeah, y'all heard that part. <laughs> so, minutes after Lori Strode, her daughter Karen, and her granddaughter Allison left mass monster Michael Myers caged. I know you meant the right cage. It's okay. And burning in Lori's basement, Lori is rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries, believing that she's finally killed her lifelong tormentor. Or her brother. Surprise. You're not wrong. Um, but when Michael manages to free himself from Lori's trap, his ritual bloodbath resumes. And Lori fights... <laughs> Your face turned... When I said that, that was funny. Um... As Lori fights her pain and prepares to defend herself against him, she inspires all of Haddonfield to rise up against their unstoppable monster, which is kind of funny because it's kind of like when Spider-Man got all of New York to be mad at Green Goblin and Dr. Octopus. Weird. Why don't you just say Doc Ock? I don't know. All right. Anyway, so... (laughs) You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. I mean, I love how just like after years, they're finally like, you know what? Fuck him. Maybe we should do something. Well, what's he going to do? Kill all of us? Okay, let's finish reading it and then we'll go on with our jokes. <laughs> okay. So, the Strode women. I love that. I love that. Perfect writing. The Strode women join a group of other survivors of Michael's first rampage who decided to take matters into their own hands. Forming a vigilante mob that sets out to haunt Michael down. Hunt. Hunt Michael down one and for all. Yes, yeah, when I was typing it, I was not looking at what I was typing. I know, once and for all. Evil dies Evil tonight. dies tonight. By Universal Pictures. Universal Pictures, exactly. Okay, so here's my thing. Really quick, pause. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How she's in the, she gets rushed to the hospital because uh-huh. she has a stab wound to her uh-huh. stomach. How does she realize and start preparing that... Like, how does she realize, oh, shit. They, like, I remember in the trailer, she sees them putting out the fire. Well, she sees the ambulance coming where they were leaving from. And she wanted that bitch to just burn yes, and, like, trap yes. him well, under. Well, she saw the fire truck going there. Right. So oh. what I'm thinking they're trying to do is this whole thing of, like, if Michael can't kill, he becomes weak. Because remember, she says he becomes more enlightened. or Not enlightened, but, like, basically he becomes more, like, uh like supernatural the more he kills the more See, like he kills people he becomes stronger my question is is if she's in the hospital with a stab wound to the stomach uh-huh. how does she know that michael survived when she saw the fire trucks she doesn't she knew she doesn't know necessarily though right but if they were going to put out the fire that has not finished burning to trap him under that means that the trap isn't granted foolproof it's like only half granted. Cock. so they're gonna go in there and she knows that if they go in there granted it's gonna get him out if the whole entire town knows about michael myers uh-huh. knows that this woman is crazy because she says that michael's been tormenting her for years uh-huh. 
and they see a fire blazing in her place and she's a stab wound in the stomach and everybody's like we finally killed michael wouldn't you let that shit burn too uh-huh like you have to be dumb as fuck to be like let me go in there and see if i could save somebody and investigate i'm sorry no well they're firefighters and fires tend to spread so you usually want to stop fires Okay, see, the thing is, is I would probably try to stop the spreading, um, but let's at least burn about three houses worth to make sure we're good and crisp. Just evacuate the neighbors. yes. Um, okay, also my... <laughs> Throw a grenade in that bitch just for good measure. Okay. I mean, of course, I definitely agree. Just personally, like, I just cannot understand how the whole town just now decides this is it. I, this, I mean, she burned down her house for us, and you know what? Hey, he's still here, so let's all. <laughs> I think we should finally you know help her. Like, <laughs> let's finally give her a chance. Fuck it. It's only I, been like four movies. I, I don't understand. <sighs> yeah. But like you said, they bring in the remaining survivors. Right. So this is actually one of the two sequels that are set to come out. Unfortunately, because there's one already planning to be made after this one <laughs> like I, this is the uh, this is the epitome of beating a dead horse but i love it i love this dead horse it's my little baby horse and i just gotta beat it the thing is if they I'm wouldn't peta i'm kidding i'm it's a peta we a definitely joke. did not watch this cat eat a mouse outside <laughs> earlier it's a joke no but what i'm saying is that if they wouldn't have announced oh by the way we have one coming out next year as well I think I would have been more hyped for this movie. Because yeah. Yeah. now I'm like, well, fuck, he's not going to die at this one either. Yeah, they like jumped the gun. They're like, too quick. oh, you liked it? You liked this one? Okay, right. cool. We have two more planned. It's like, well, we liked it because we thought it was the end. Yeah. So. That was like a nice little wrapping up of the story. But, you know, they can't ever kill Michael. Let's be real. You can yeah. never kill Michael. You can never kill Jason, Freddie. We still want that rematch. I mean, whoever wants to direct that movie, What's definitely the next go one? for it. What? What's the next Halloween? I don't remember. No, the next one coming out. What's it called? Halloween Kills. It's right there. No, that's the one that's coming out now. The one after this. I don't know. You did not prepare me for that question. Rico, read the next line. Um, Halloween Ends is... The... And what did I not prepare you for? Uh, you didn't prepare me for that question because I didn't get to I finish. I was trying to segue... Reading the paragraph. I was trying to segue into it. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Well, like oh, I Lord. said, there's one to be released in October 2022 called Halloween, and I don't know why they didn't just end it here. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Jamie Lee Curtis is reprising her role of Lori, but Charles Cyphers, that's a pretty cool name, Charles Cyphers. I know, pretty dope. Cyphers. Anyway, uh, Kyle Richards nancy stevens and nick castle which is another cool name castle mm -hmm. it's a really dope name um we're all in the original and returning to their roles for the sequel so is that the sequel this one ends or this one kills got it there's the group of survivors the vigilante mob got it got it got it got it got it, got it, got it. so two more characters from the original are returning but recast it so if you watch the original halloween not all the in-betweens but the original one uh, -huh. uh i think you'll definitely notice a lot of callbacks right so um so i just want to say are we excited for this movie look yes. i am yes i'm excited because it's a good yes. movie 
but I can't I, sing with this fucking sore throat shit. But I know since there's another sequel coming, like it dampens the excitement for me. I'm still super excited because it's not. There's not even like the mystery of nope. maybe this is it. I don't care. I just okay. want to see him hack and slash through things okay. and see my baby girl. So are you gonna watch this one my in baby, theaters yeah. or at home? I used to have the biggest crush on Jamie Lynn Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Hmm. I did. I don't Weird. know why. So are we going to watch this one in theaters or at home? She was a hot MILF mama. I'm about to <laughs> knock you out. I'm sorry. I love Halloween. So would we watch this in a theater at home? We are going to definitely watch that in theaters, but we're not going to watch it at a drive-in theater. Yeah, we already why, learned Connie? our lesson. Why? Tell them why. Because the thing is, is when it's dark outside and they're projecting movies, they can't project the color black exactly or so blues if the movie is dark or purples you can't see shit nope you can see purples but not dark purples right no dark colors dark red <laughs> no you can't see it so you know michael being in a maroon jumpsuit or not maroon sorry a navy blue jumpsuit almost black blood on it being dark red the whole movie taking place at and, night at night yeah you really only see his mask yeah, that's and Jamie Lee Curtis's hair. Right. So, I mean, I remember watching the last one. I don't remember watching the last one. No, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. And going from that, what other movie are we not going to watch in theaters? We're also not going to be watching well, Ven- in drive-in theaters. In drive-in theaters. We're also not going to be watching Venom: Let There Be Carnage. That is just a little honorable mention. It's coming we... out October 15, 2021. Yes. We already covered this. Um, they pushed back the date so that's why the date wasn't released yet whenever we first covered it um they released a date and then they pushed it back so right. we just wanted to give you guys a little update on that but we will not be watching it in a drive-in theater so if they have a the double feature reason. don't do it don't do it maybe catch the double feature at the movies themselves right i love you driving theaters i love you i do but for bright and colorful movies right not Venom. greatest showman perfect perfect wonder woman perfect mm-hmm. but <laughs> Venom, bad. No, Michael Myers, bad. Um, but while we were talking about that, what I was gonna say was, um, it was it was great because at one point I didn't even know if it was Michael actually killing people or not. You're just watching this pitch black screen. You're like, hmm. <laughs> and the thing is, people are screaming. The thing is, is when you're watching it and it's cold outside. Oh yeah, and your glasses all. The whole car gets foggy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's a bad time all around yeah definitely get lawn chairs and a portable radio and a truck and a truck or a tent or a tent or a tent and a truck and a tent and a truck <laughs> sorry you just kept agreeing with me so i all just right. feel like i should say more um but yeah like i said it was a great movie um uh the first venom great movie am i excited for both of the sequels hell yeah but now we're going to be moving into the last and final movie because we are already at an hour and 13 minutes Connie, take it away. All right. So the final movie for the fall 2021 is going to be Dune. And Dune comes out October 22nd, 2021. It's rated PG-13. The quick little summary of it is a mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey. Dune tells the story of Paul, a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding. He must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. As malevolent forces explode into conflict over the planet's exclusive supply of the most precious resource 
resource in existence, a commodity capable of unlocking humanity's greatest potential. Only those who can conquer their fear, fear will survive. That was straight from Warner Brothers. So Dune is actually a remake of a 1984 movie of the same title and a 2000s miniseries that premiered on sci-fi. And they were all based on the book as well. So the director did say that this movie will be nothing like the original movie, which was mm-hmm. heavily criticized by the book readers because it basically took the base plot mm-hmm. of the book and deviated from every other plot right. line. Um, so this movie is also said to be split into two movies to mm-hmm. make sure it includes as much detail as possible. They kind of have, well, they uh, Deathly Hallowed that shit. Damn it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was just preparing to wait for your break. Deathly so Hallows. Deathly Hallows. Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Yeah. All right, just go ahead. Take what, was, what was the third Hunger, Hunger Games? I don't know. Mockingjay? Flamebird? Mockingjay. I think. Maybe. No. Um, but yeah. Okay, not Mockingjay. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's going to be split into two to make sure it includes as much detail as possible. It starts Timothy Chalamet. Zendaya. Oh, oh that, that kid that looks like a uh, young Kylo Ren? Yes. Zendaya, Jason Momoa, Ooh, Dave Bautista, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, and more. Perfection. Great cast. All sexy mofos. And the director of this movie is actually, he was a really, really, really big fan of the movie Dune. And this has been his like ideal movie to direct since he was like 12 years old when he right. read the book. And so he, um, what did he direct? I remember reading them to you. Um, I remember he directed Blade Runner 2049 right. and then another one starts uh, with an A. I don't know, no, I remember but he either. directed two other. Ascending? No, um, he directed two other movies before this, both sci-fi to kind of prepare himself for this genre because he wanted to be as true to the book as possible. Like I truly, truly expect him to make it. I've never read the book, but to make it as close to it as possible. Um, so yeah, I mean, after watching the trailer, I'm not like super into the plot. It seemed like a very cool sci-fi movie until you get to the romantic subplot with Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet. It was Arrival with um, Hawkeye. Oh, Arrival. Yes, that's what it was. And I think he also did Sicario. But I mean, sci-fi movies. No, I know. But Sicario was an mm-hmm. awesome movie. But so, um, like I said, I really thought the action sci-fi thing was cool. I wasn't there for the romantic plot of it. So, um, as far as, am I excited for it? Or like, as far as like, I haven't got, I, haven't, no, 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 I mean, I just, okay. just want to speak on like the plot. You know what I mean? Um, I heard it was supposed to be something like star Warsy, right? Yeah. I think he said he wants to make it kind of like an adult star Wars. Mm-hmm. And for that, like, I mean, I think it looked really cool. He like the world that he built looks very, um, star Wars esque. But it also gave me like Valerian type vibes. It gave me like just exactly what it was like a space um, Odyssey type uh, movie. And I was totally cool with it. I love the sci-fi genre. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of sci-fi drama. That's more of Connie's thing. But like Connie said, I wasn't that big of a fan of the entire um, romantic. romantic aspect of it. Yeah, I was a fan of the blue weird... eyes. Huh? Oh, the weird oxygen, oxygen type things. <laughs> yeah, the Fault in Our Stars thing. Yeah. I forgot what they're called. And I work at the hospital. Oh. Um, they're called, little tubes that go into your nose. Yeah, they are called... Can you hand me the... Rest... No. It's not a respirator. It's not a respirator. It is... It's an oxygen tube. The nasal cannula. Oh, okay. Yeah, finally got to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since somebody asked me to pass me one of those. Damn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't like the whole blue eyes thing. If you watch the trailer, you're gonna you're going to see it. It is weird 
Yeah, that's um, what Zendaya has, right? The, the blue eye. And that's thing. what Tim- Timothy Chalamet has at the end Chalamet. of the movie. Yeah. Um, so are we excited for this? Um, I'm like I'm midway. Being honest with you, I'm excited that you're excited. I think I'm like midway excited. Like it's kind of like Maze Runner level of excitement for like I'm not gonna go buy a ticket to go watch this. Um, leading into the next question, theaters at home. I'm not gonna go buy a ticket to watch this. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But cool, cool, if cool. I see it playing somewhere, or like if I remember that one movie with Cara Delevingne. No. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, right. Valerian. Yeah. It it reminds me of that. That's what I was so saying. So like sometime like if we want to do a versus on this and Valerian, yeah, like it would be cool. Or this versus the old one. Well, I heard that it wasn't that great. Like the movie wasn't that great. I know, and that's yeah. what I'm worried about. Yeah. Like you cast a lot of big time stars. Uh-huh. And Hoping that the A list characters will carry it. And trust me, good actors can make a movie, but bad I mean, writing. They made Justice League and that shit sucked. Bad writing can also break a movie. Justice League. <laughs> so I don't know. So. I'm I'm midway excited for it. Like I said, I'm not gonna go out and buy a ticket in the movie theater for okay, it. Okay, and that's what I was gonna say was am I excited for it? I'm excited that you're excited for it. If you wanted to watch it in theaters, I would watch it in theaters with you, but that would be one of those things where like you would have to tell me, Hey, can we watch this movie? And I'd be like, Hell yeah, like that's fine. Yeah. And not give you the choice because you right. choose anything else. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Um But I mean if it if it was like on Hulu, on Netflix while we were just laying in bed. Amazon chilling, or whatever. Yeah, like I'd definitely pop it on just to watch it. Just to see what it was about. So, out of all these movies, which one do you think you are most excited for? Um, most excited, it's a two-way tie. Not really a tie. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm more excited for Candyman. Me too. I'm super excited for Candyman. I love Jordan Peele movies. I really want to see... I mean, that's, that's the exact same thing as Halloween, is the fact that it's an older movie, uh, modernized. And kind of remixed and remastered. And, yeah, you know, new graphics. High quality. Higher quality, better camera, like... All of that is better. Um, the original actors are a little more seasoned vets now. And yeah. Because Vanessa, Vanessa Williams' character in the first one was playing like this, this like young mother, like young mm-hmm. single mother and everything like that. And like Vanessa Williams now, uh-huh. very seasoned actress. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why I'm excited for both of those. And it's going to become... And hey, we might even cover it on this. Like, even if we do a new versus old of Halloween and Candyman, we can still put Candyman versus Halloween, old versus new on those. You know what I mean? Oh, like, put God. them against each other too. That'd like be a bracket, like, like a nice little bracket system. Exactly. <laughs> um, I would love to do that because we should actually try to do that for Halloween. We have enough time that? to prepare. Yeah, we could do that. Like a bracket on like when does Halloween comes out fifteenth and. Candyman comes out August. Yeah. So we can probably try to make that work. Yeah, we can do something. Even if we don't do Halloween Kills, we can definitely use the the one that just Mm -hmm. came out a couple years ago. And we're going to do Malignant versus Lights Out. Not what I'm talking about. We'll we'll shop this. No, but I I said we would in the... Oh, on the podcast. Okay, but yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I definitely feel you. I'm more excited for Candyman than anything else, honestly. Yeah. Um, But Winter has a lot of good stuff coming up, too. Mm -hmm. So... Um, if there's anything that we miss that you're excited about watching in the fall season, um, send us an email. Us a, yeah. Um, another honorable mention that I actually want to watch, um, but we didn't really do any notes for is is uh, the Green Knight, and I don't have the uh, plot for you or anything, but it's like it's about King Arthur 
and it, I don't know. It's really dope. It looked really dope. I saw the trailers for it. So that's something if, you know, you want to watch that with us, check back in and I'll let y'all know what I thought about it. All right. And so um, to get in contact with us, feel free to follow us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, yep. uh, Twitter, Facebook, sure. and Instagram or break out the podcast, break out the popcorn sorry <laughs> break out the podcast uh twitter is botp podcast yeah. patron is going to be break out the podcast break out the popcorn as well <laughs> cannot wrap my head around that today um you can follow us on tiktok we don't post anything quite yet we're getting there I'm eventually getting there. I, have, I have the first episode first TikTok idea on my head okay in my head so um aside from that you can email us at breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. Right. Um, make sure to like our Facebook page. We will, you know, be a little bit more active on there just in case email, anything happens. Um, remember, if you join our patron, even at, I think at the $5 tier, you get access to our exclusive Facebook group yep. um, where we kind of chat in there and everything like that. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And we're still like at the beginning stages of our podcast, so I can still <laughs> look at the notifications and say thank you to the girl that was listening to our podcast from some random country and found our facebook i know you noticed that right yes so yeah i just want to say thank you to her shout out to you if you're listening to this episode and again guys you know thank you for still listening to us even though we went on a two-week hiatus it was not intentional it even though i said vacation it my was... voice is still i still have a lot of vocal fry look as you can hear you know if i took off of work it's serious right and i I never call out this is that's one of those things that like we really could not help um i did intentionally um do a early recording to something that is going to go straight onto the podcast or straight onto the patreon um so for those of you people that i did call um don't freak out yeah that's still coming out he just couldn't do the extras because yeah and i'll i'll try to find a way to like send that to y'all only because i know that y'all don't uh, not all of y'all are on the Patreon, and that's totally cool. Um, but y'all did help me out whenever I needed y'all. So shout out to you guys. And for the people that I said I was going to call that I still haven't called yet. We're getting there. It's because I lost my voice. <laughs> <laughs> he literally woke up the next day and was like, is this what I'm supposed to sound like? I'm right. Like, no, that right. is not. It is not. So Connie's fine. Connie, you healed up. You don't have any. I have a lot have of a dry. Of yeah, a little cough and a little like dryness in my throat, mm-hmm. but... And I still have, like, throat pains every time I wake up. I mean, I still have a sore throat when I wake up, but, like, mm-hmm. it goes away pretty quickly. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's just one of those sicknesses that without our voice, we can't do this. When you realize that your voice is your moneymaker. Right. I couldn't make TikTok videos for a couple like a days. Week, yeah. yeah. Every single time I made one, I sounded like shit, so. And so that's what we're just trying to say is, you know, we're sorry for that. And thank, thank you. you for coming back and listening to us. For those of you who made it this far. Why this is a little bit longer. So, you know, to kind of make up for that loss. Right. All right. We love you guys. And we're going to be back to our normal, regularly scheduled programming. For sure. And we're going to come out with some hot shit. So roll them credits, baby. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 